But I need you to think about it like this. You recognize that you have a problem. We need to come up with a resolution. And if you don't have the answer, you need to go to somebody who does. For me, let me give you an example. I need to lose 20 pounds. I am 20 pounds away from my pre-pregnancy body. I know that I don't know what workouts are going to be best. I know that I don't have the drive to push myself to work out. So what am I going to do? I'm going to hire a physical trainer. Think about it the same exact way. If you recognize that there is a behavior that you exhibit that's problematic, that is not in alignment with having a healthy, fulfilling relationship because you're supposed to be able to rely on your partner, right? If you recognize that and you know that you don't have the skill set, you haven't learned how to navigate your emotions and being more expressive, then you need to reach out to somebody so that they can help you to change that behavior. Does that make sense? Hello, beautiful people. I hope all is well. I hope all is well. Welcome back to the single season show. So what is this show all about? My purpose is to help our guests to navigate the treacherous waters of their single season so that they can get into the healthy and happy relationships that they desire. And I hope you as our viewer have the opportunity to learn from the experiences of others so that you're also able to navigate through said waters. I would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Knox Brand Media, and we are going to go ahead and jump into the show where we will be speaking with Ange and her issues around being ghosted and also doing the ghosting. Ange, are you there? Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Hi, Ange. How are you? Thank you for being a guest on the show. Thank you for the invite. I love this. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I know that you've shared some information with me in regards to being ghosted and being uh, the one who's doing the ghosting. So can you give us some background? What's going on with the gentleman that you were seeing and how can I help? Okay, so basically this happens a lot. I'm like, when I'm going through like stuff in life, I just always, you know how like you need time to... Get your life together. So I could be talking to somebody, and this is for friends too. I could be talking, and then I just ghost people for some reason just to get my life together. And that's any guy I've dated. And they're like, well, why did you ghost me? And then, you know, like when you try to pick up somewhere where you stopped off, it doesn't work. So they ghost me too. So I'm like, I have to fix that. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned people, and then you said guys. So yes. which one is it? Do you have the practice of ghosting anybody, no matter what your situation is? Sisters, cousins, aunties, friends, or is it only the gentleman that you're dating? I do friends. I don't ghost family, but I definitely do friends and guys. Yes. Okay. Okay. So there was a particular guy, though, that you mentioned when we spoke earlier. So tell me about the romantic situation with this guy. What's the background? Okay. So I was dating this guy or whatever like that. We we're having a good time, good chat good 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 day in life and then I got laid off from my job and everything like this this was like last year I got laid off from my job and everything so I completely ghosted and then when I tried to reconnect we kind of like reconnected and then he ghosted mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. <laughs> okay so like you said you have this practice of when you're overwhelmed when you're stressed out when life is lifing then you tend to disassociate that's what it is right ghosting you're disassociating from the people who are the closest to you, to the, to the people who talk to you, who help you, who guide you. I understand that that's stressful. However, have you thought about other ways that you can cope other than cutting people off when you're stressed out? 
No, I haven't. I've been trying to figure it out, but I have yet to really find out how to stop. Right. It's been something I've been doing my whole life, but I have not learned how to stop. Yes. So what I found in my practice is that many times when people ghost for the reasons that you just shared, when you're overwhelmed, when you're stressed out, when things aren't going in your favor, it has to do with a couple of different reasons. Number one, sometimes people ghost in those instances because they're embarrassed, right? So you shared that you lost your job last year. That's not an easy share to do publicly, and it's not an easy share to do privately. So a lot of times people feel uncomfortable. They're embarrassed about whatever the circumstances are, and so they feel like it's easier for them to ghost people to not share with them what's going on than to have to be expressive. And then once you share, now there's the emotional element, right? So then now you're in a position where you might be upset, you might start crying, there may be the impression that you're, so to speak, weak because you are visibly emotional about whatever it is that's going on with you. So that's like usually the number one thing that I see when people ghost others when they're going through something stressful. Does that sound familiar to you, Ange? Uh, yes, because I'm used to always having everything together and in order. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like a control freak of sort because I try to keep everything in order in my life. So when stuff goes hectic, it's kind of like everyone's used to me having everything in order. Right, 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 right. And so, like I said, it's uncomfortable. It's embarrassing to have to share that something is out of order when it always is. Okay, but this is the thing, Ange. If you're saying that you want to be, I assume, I, if you follow me, Align with yeah. Allison, I assume you want to be in a long-term committed relationship that potentially leads to marriage. Is that assumption yes. fair? Okay. Yes. So how yes. are you going to be in a long-term, loving, happy, committed relationship with someone if you are unwilling to share when things go rough and things go wrong? Like, how are you going to be able to have a committed relationship that's healthy and fulfilling if you're not willing to communicate when things don't go right? Yeah, that's 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 the space that I am in now. I'm in that space like I want something more. Like I want marriage. I'm like, but how will I get to marriage if I cannot get out of this phase of when things go wrong, I just cut the world off. Right, 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 right. So this is what it is. You have to make a decision and you start with the decision by saying this is what I want out of my life. I recognize that I, if I continue this behavior, I am not going to get it, right? You might be in a relationship for a couple of weeks, you might be in a relationship for a couple of months, but as soon as that tough season comes across, whatever that might look like, a parent or loved one becomes ill, like anything that's tough, once you recognize that you are not going to have the loving, fulfilling relationship you desire, if you continue to cut people off when things go wrong, then you've made up your mind that either I'm not gonna have the relationship that I desire, or I'm going to continue the behavior that is problematic for me. What I would highly recommend, and, and this is, I just want to make it clear, because I know in the black community especially there's a lot of like, uh, I'm trying to look for the right terminology. Like there's just like this idea behind therapy, like it's a negative thing or it shows weakness, especially for you, someone who says, I always have it together. But I need you to think about it like this. You recognize that you have a problem, we need to come up with a resolution, and if you don't have the answer, you need to go to somebody who does. For me, let me give you an example. I need to lose 20 pounds. I am 20 pounds away from my pre-pregnancy body. I know that I don't know what workouts are gonna be best. I know that I don't have the drive to push myself to work out. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna hire a physical trainer. 
Think about it the same exact way. If you recognize that there is a behavior that you exhibit that's problematic, that is not in alignment with having a healthy, fulfilling relationship because you're supposed to be able to rely on your partner, right? If you recognize that and you know that you don't have the skill set, you haven't learned how to navigate your emotions and being more expressive, then you need to reach out to somebody so that they can help you to change that behavior. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. And I've hired a therapist. I've been, been going to therapist for therapy for a while. And my therapist, I don't think she gets me. So I recently got rid of my therapist probably like two weeks ago because I feel like she doesn't get me. So I think it's time to find somebody else who understands that everything, like understands me because I don't think she understands me. So I get what you're saying. I've been trying. I've been trying. I definitely seek help. Good, good, good. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that. I'm so glad the way that you stated that for the for the benefit of others. Let me tell you why. Because many times people will go to therapy or a therapist and not feel like a, a connection or not feel like the person understands where they're coming from or whatever that might look like, right? They don't they don't have that connection. And then they'll say therapy doesn't work and they'll just keep it moving, which is so outrageous. You get your hair done all the time. I get my hair done all the time. If I went to a stylist one time and was not happy with the result, am I going to say I'm never getting my hair done professionally again? No, you would say I'm going to try a different hairstylist. I'm going to try a different hairstyle. I'm going to try a different brand of hair if I'm sewing some hair in, right? Like you would try different methods. So I'm so glad that you said this one person wasn't an energetic match for me. I really didn't feel a connection. I didn't think that she got me. She appreciated me, whatever that might look like. As a result, I'm going to look for someone else to help correct the behavior that I see is problematic, that I recognize is holding me back from being able to move forward in my goals and my desires. So I'm so thankful that you said that. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> definitely she doesn't get me and I'm like, I don't want to keep paying and I pay monthly and I'm just not getting what I need. I'm like, I'm not getting it. So Absolutely. that's why. <laughs> that's why I came to you. I'm like, maybe I need to ask some relationship coach this question because to me, relationships, even relationships with friends and family is all relationships. And yes. even like with jobs and stuff, if, if if I'll do the same thing as I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm done here. I would do the same thing at a job. I'm like, okay, it's time to get life in order. And that's why I reached out to you because it's all relationships. Absolutely. Well said. So let's talk about this gentleman though. So I, you, things were going well. You ghosted him. You reconnected. Did you guys talk about your ghost? Before he ghosted, did you talk about your situation, what went wrong, or did you guys just both pretend like it never happened? No, we talked about it. We definitely talked about it. He was like, I just didn't understand the inconsistency. You could communicate with me or whatever like that. And I'm like, I was going through life. I, I just assume that people should understand when someone's going through life. But it's not like that. Other people don't have to completely forgive you when you feel like you want them to forgive you for whatever it is that you've done. People have time. You have to give people time if they choose to. They choose to, but if they don't, that's on me. But I'm like, now it's time for me to completely fix my behaviors if I desire to be married. Absolutely. I love that. I love how positive you are. And I love the fact that you recognize that this is the issue at hand. So now let's talk about him. So y'all yes. had this great conversation. It seemed like he held you accountable with respect, but then now he turned around and did the same thing. Any reason why did you guys get into an argument or anything that you can imagine? No argument. I just think I don't, 
after you go somebody for like four, five, six, seven, a year, seven months, somebody, it's often not the same when you try yes. to rekindle something. That's even with friendships. When you try to rekindle something, it's not the same. So I can understand why I got ghosted, but now I'm trying to fix my habits now from yes. ghosting people like that. Yep. Are you still attempting to rekindle things with this guy or do you think it's dead and you're moving on accordingly? Oh, no, I'm going at the marriage now. So it's kind of like I don't care about that one. But I do know I have to fix my myself first. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. good. So let's briefly talk about how you can approach your goal of being in a happy committed relationship that leads to marriage. You said, I'm chasing marriage now. So let's talk about how you're going to get there, okay? So number one, first and foremost, we have to remember that marriage is just the beginning. So many of us think about like marriage being the end goal, but a happy, committed, fulfilling marriage is the beginning of potentially the rest of our lives. That's the goal, that's the desire, right? And so you could get married tomorrow. You could find somebody who needed their papers, you could find like you could you could get married tomorrow. It's not about just legally getting married or walking down the aisle, but it's getting yeah, married okay. to your person and being fulfilled and happy. So how are you going to pursue that? Number one, I need you to be outside. I know you're outside right now, but I need you to be outside, outside. It's summertime, and I'm telling you, people drop the ball with spring and summer in regards to pursuing relationships during this time. They think it's hot boy summer, they think it's hot girl summer. They get distracted with the vacations and the pool parties and the rooftops and the hookah. And they're hanging out with their girls with their frozen drinks and they're hanging out with the guys. And they don't recognize that they are wasting crucial time during this season when it's the most pleasant, when people are the most social. People who don't even normally go outside, go outside in the summertime. So you need to be going outside actively and going to events and being in spaces and places where there are like-minded people. So you're going to go through an itinerary of your interests. What does Ange like to do? Out of your interests, you're going to choose those activities that men would actually be present in, right? Heterosexual men. What do I mean by that? So if you say, well, one of the things I like to do is pottery. All right, there may not be a lot of heterosexual men who are single who will be at a pottery class. So you're going to make your list, and then you're going to cross out the activities that Single heterosexual men would probably not be in attendance. And then you need to go on Eventbrite and search those events and be outside. That's number one. We got that? We're taking mental notes, right? Be outside. Number two, I need you to give dating apps a chance. Or if you already are giving dating apps a chance, you need to revamp your profile. Make sure that you have at least six photos on your account that they are crisp and clear. I would even jump out the window and say, have a photo shoot. Get your makeup done, not over the top, but a nice makeup, nice little beat. Get a couple of outfits, get your hair done, have a nice shoot, different scenes around the city. Make sure that your photos are crisp and clear, that they show your face and they show full body. And then the last part of the formula in terms of the photos is that you wanna have at least one photo that's an action shot of what you enjoy doing. So for instance, outside of my relationship coaching, I'm also a cheerleading coach. So maybe I would have a a photo of me on the cheer mat, hugging my girls once they placed second place at a competition, right? Because what that does is that it opens up the opportunity for communication. A gentleman, if I were single, 
a gentleman might see that photo and say, oh my goodness, you're a cheerleading coach. I actually volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club and I work with kids on animation, whatever it is. So you wanna make sure that your photos are crisp and clear and you wanna make sure that at least one photo tells a story, gives us some insight about Ange and what she likes and what she's into, okay? And then my last quick piece of advice in regards to your, um, your dating profile, make sure that your bio and your prompts are short and sweet. People don't read. It's not <laughs> men who don't read. It's not women who don't read. People don't read. So you wanna make sure that whatever you do write, you make it short and sweet so that those who may be more inclined to read will actually read what you wrote. But Ange, let me tell you this. I have a free training. It's called The Partner You Deserve. So once we are done with this session, I'm going to go ahead and text you the link. It's an hour and a half. It's absolutely free. And it breaks down how you need to present yourself in person and online so that you are finding the partner that you deserve to build a healthy relationship that then leads to the healthy and happy and fulfilling marriage. That makes sense? Yes, mm -hmm. yes it does. Okay. It makes complete sense. I'm a photographer, so all my pictures are literally dope. I like... Yes, they're amazing pictures. So. <laughs> good. Yes. I've tried the dating app. Dating apps are good for me, but I still have that issue that needs to be resolved. So that's yes. the problem. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. When I work with my clients in my six-month coaching program, The Partner You Deserve, we don't even talk about dating for the first month. The first yes. month is all about them. Because what people fail to realize, especially in the social media era where we're all arguing about who's right and who's wrong and men's unrealistic expectations and women's, like all we do is fight and war, right? But what people don't realize is that in every relationship, there are two parties involved. So you need to show up as the best version of yourself so that you can attract the partner that you claim that you deserve. Right. So working on you is super key so that you can elevate your standards and then you can energetically match the partner that you claim that you deserve. Because If you want a man who's up here. Right. He's going to want a woman who's also up here. Do you align? Do you have what a gentleman like that is looking for in a partnership? It's not one sided. So I'm so glad that you circled back on Allison. I recognize that there's still work to be done within me. And so you, once you do that work, you will be able to attract the partner that you deserve. Yes. Thank you, Allison. You're quite welcome. Is there anything else, any lingering questions, any thoughts, anything before we let you go? Okay. No, I don't have any lingering questions. Um, I think you answered everything that I kind of needed because I am dating now, but I don't want to like destroy anything. I'm like, I have to get this together. So yes. I don't want to destroy anything. So yes. Yes. I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you for, for um, accepting the invitation. Thank you for accepting the advice. Um, and again, just like you said, make sure you find that therapist that's the right one for you. I can send you some recommendations. I'll text it to you. And it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the single season. Thank you so much. I enjoyed being on it. Thank you. Folks, it has been a pleasure to talk to Ange. I really enjoy the fact that she recognizes that there is work to be done. And a lot of times that's the piece that's missing from a lot of people, that they talk about the partner that they desire. They talk about the partner that they deserve. They have their list of non-negotiables that I teach to all of you on my social media platforms and those who are in my coaching programs 
or in the Future Wives Club. But we don't spend a lot of time reflecting on how we can show up as best versions of ourselves every day, not only for a man. This is not about a man necessarily. It's not about a partner. That's, that's secondary. You're showing up as the best version of yourself for you. And by default, everyone that you have a relationship with wins. That means your children, that means your colleagues, that means your, your employees, that means the folks who are in your family, it means your friends, it means your church folks, and it means your future husband. So kudos to Anne for recognizing that the work starts with you, and I hope that you guys walk away with the same message. Again, I want to thank Knox Brand Media. She is the go-to branding coach for six- and seven-figure millennial entrepreneurs, for sponsoring this episode. And just like I offered Ange, I will have for all of you guys in the show notes, the link to my free training, The Partner You Deserve. It's an hour and a half breakdown of how you can position yourself in the dating scene and the market. I know market is not a desirable term, but it is what it is, so that you can be found by the partner you deserve. It has been a pleasure. Until next week, have a good one.